What's up, Technology family, and welcome back to another episode of the Technology News Talk. We are fresh off from Super Bowl weekend uh, last weekend, so we're gonna be going over that that happened this past Sunday, and then a lot of news have broke out this week, so we're gonna get right into it. So, first off, uh, Paramount had an investment day the, 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 this week, and it real a lot of stuff that's gonna be happening up in the, in the coming years. So, the Halo series that's supposed to be uh, premiering in March hasn't even premiered yet, but Paramount already announced the second season is already in the works. So, I'm just really hoping that the season is really good. I played the games before and I seen the trailers and I hope it's really good. But from the trailers, it looks really good. So, we're just going to see um, uh, well, what's going to happen. So, um, one of the big news is that we have to say goodbye to Viacom and CBS. Viacom CBS changed the corporate name into simply Paramount, which is not bad at all. But um, I'm gonna read the um, the following uh, um, uh, post that, that that's from Variety.com. Viacom CBS will change its corporate name to Paramount as of. Uh, from February 16th, that is, is um, that was from a uh, Tuesday, I believe. Yeah, well, probably. The company shares will trade will trade in a NASDAQ index under the ticker symbol PRA for Class B common shares, PRAA for Class Common, and PRP for Class A preference. The moniker makeover was announced Tuesday by Viacom CBS. Chair Shay Redstone and President CEO Bob Bitkush, sorry I pronounced the name, in a memo to staffers. The news came the same day that Viacom CBS hosted their nearly three hour investor presentation in the towards its global streaming strategy and plans for expanding the Paramount Plus streaming service and other businesses in the US and on board. CBS was found a name in the broadcasting. The Columbus Broadcasting System launched Big Dad way back in the 1927 and the early days of commercial radio. The INA will endure the broadcast network and other existing segments. So, I'm not too bad on the on the name change. So, Paramount is good. So, um, uh, we'll just have to wait and see how everything turns out. I, I highly doubt that they'll change the uh, the CBS name because uh, on the broadcast uh, because that's the name. So. There's really nothing much to change on that, but everything else is fine. But um, other than that, let's go into other um, announcement that they made. So first off, we're gonna talk about one of my favorite horror, horror, horror uh, mo mo so I say modern horror flicks, and that's Quiet Place uh, uh, franchise. Now, Quiet Place 2 came out last year, but we are getting not only Quiet Place 3, but also a spinoff in the works. So, this is what Hollywood Reporter has, has, has put out. A Quiet Place 3 is officially in the works with a target release date of 2025. Filmmaker John Kronesky announced the news during Paramount Investor Day on Tuesday. No director or writer has been announced. Through it, it seems that Kronesky will be a natural choice. Since launching in 2018, the Quiet Place franchise has been a crown jewel for Paramount, which also had a spin-off 
from Pig director Mike Shoyarsky. Uh, Michael Shoyarsky. In the words for 2023, based on the idea from Kurecki, the first Quiet Place, co-writer by Kurecki and the team of Brian Woods and Scott Beck, turned the filmmaker into an A-list director. It earned Ray riveted views and 340.9 million globally. So that's going to be very interesting. I know what Quiet Place 3 is going to be. It takes place around the Quiet Place 2. But it's interesting how the spinoff is going to be. It's going to focus on another family that was part of the uh, um, of the disaster. So we don't know what the story is going to be as far as the, the spinoff is goes. But I'm very interested to see now those two movies coming up soon. So, and then next we have that upcoming uh, now Son of the Hedgehogs 2 is coming up in April but not only will we be getting a Son of the Hedgehog 3 but we're also going to get a novel series on Paramount Plus so this is what The Verge ha has reported Son of the Hedgehog 2 won't be the only time that you will hear Knuckles voiced by Idris Elba. In a visit presentation on Tuesday, Paramount announced that the series focused on the Red Etika, sorry if I pronounced that, is in the words for Paramount Plus streaming service, and Elba will reprise his role. That's not the only sonnet news for Paramount, even though we're still weeks away from the April 8th release of Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Paramount said, also said Tuesday that a third movie is also in development as well. So I gotta give it to him because um, when the first Sonic head came out, everybody was a little worried on the first design of Sonic. So the fans spoke out, the um, the creators are redesigned it, and then when the first movie came out, it was a huge hit. And now, not only are we getting the second one, we're getting a third one, and a, um, a Knuckles series. As, uh, so that's going to be very interesting uh, coming up in, in, uh, in the coming years. So, and then lastly from from, a, from the Paramount News is that we are getting Star Trek 4 with the main cast uh, of the of that uh, series returning as well. Um, I don't know what happened to the um, to the Quentin Tarantino's um, vision, but, but let's read what, what, what Variety says about this. The announcement was made by J.J. Abrams during the Paramount Inventors Day presentation on February 15th. We are thrilled to say they are, are hard at work on a new Star Wars film, Star Trek, Star Trek film, that will be shooting by the end of the uh, by the end of the year. That will be featuring the our original cast and some new characters. That I think is going to be really fun and exciting to help take Star Trek into areas that you have ne just never seen before, said Abrams. We are thrilled about this film. We have a bunch of other stories that are talking about that we think is gonna be really exciting. So we can't wait to see what we are cooking up. But until then, long live and prospector. So, uh, can't wait to see uh, the Star Trek four, um, the new se uh, the, the series Star Trek uh, with, um, yeah, that that you see on on Paramount Plus, uh, season three is about to premiere in March. So that, that that's something uh, new going on in the Star Trek uh, uh, Star Trek universe. 
So yeah, can't wait to see. Well, no, what's uh, not only that, but also everything's coming from from Paramount um, as well. So moving on from Paramount news, let's go into some Netflix news, and is that all the Marvel shows that includes Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist and Punisher is going to be leaving Netflix. So. Uh, this is what um, that I found in the report. The news should not come in as a huge shock. Given that Disney's now starting using characters for the Netflix Marvel shows and other properties, just recently we saw Kingpin in the Disney Plus show Hawkeye and, Mortal, and Matthew Mordor's Daredevil made a pre-appearance in Spider-Man No Way Home. Back in 2018, DCC and Go Bob Iger said they were, were aggressively pulled back from licensing to other companies. He spoke in an earnings call saying, we are fully committed to not only bring the product to marketing, but make it a long-term success. It has been designated for all DC stuff. And that means ultimately weaning ourselves of our, our products being available at other places except for our linear channels. Back in 2017, Netflix newly lost all of Disney movies and had previously held the first window rights for a selected years, a number of years. Disney still has some way to go clause for all its properties back from Netflix, which titles from ABC, Freefrom, 20th Century Fox, and FS shows still on the platform both in the United States and internationally. Why these titles are being removed on March 1st, 2022 specifically is unknown. So that's going to be very interesting. So we just can't wait to see that the, the Defenders and the Punisher um, hopefully get revived on Hulu and that some characters uh, like um, Daredevil, Kingpin, um, Luke Cage, and others can show in the MCU. Depends on, on where they fit as far as the um, the what, however the story can can progress inside the MCU and how those characters will fit. So it's going to be very interesting for the not only for the future of the the Marvel shows that used to be on Netflix and now it's coming to it's coming to Hulu and other Marvel uh, projects as well. So that's going to be um, very interesting. So, and other news um, from Netflix is that after a year of working on a screen deal, Take-Two has partnered up with Netflix to make a Bioshock film and potentially develop a cinematic universe based on the game. So this is very interesting. I like the game. But I have a 50-50 concern about this. So I'm very excited to see how they can do it in the film. But remember, time to time in history, not all movies that was based on video games is good. So this is going to be very interesting. I hope Netflix does a go, does really good on this. And I hope it does uh, come out really bad. So that's my uh, thoughts on that. And um, next... Netflix has finally squashed the beef with Dave Chappelle. So we are finally getting uh, more comedy specials 
for uh with Dave Chappelle. So uh, this is what um uh, the this is from breaking news from Daily Report seventy one. When it comes to Dave Chappelle, cancer culture could continue holds the L cancer culture has taken on a lie high profile picture people and has, has been success pretty successful in many attempts. Because of cancer culture, some very private figures felt like burning effects. Thanks to cancer culture, like celebrities like R. Kelly, Bill Bill Cosby, Harvey Winston, and Kevin Spacey never recovered. Dave Chappelle uh, has been at the top of the conversation a lot uh, uh, as of late. His Netflix specials continue to debut on the streaming giants' in the top ten world charts, but they genuinely advise the reactions for many of both are offered of social media. After what they felt like a, a human uh, internal hiatus, Dave Chappelle made a glorious comeback to the center stage following his acclaimed sketch comedy on Comedy Central. So the backlash between the um, the LGD community, especially the trend community, trans uh, uh, activists, so labor was under funny and other uh, situations uh, um, and, and stuff like that. But um, so they finally um, uh, the squash the beef with all that uh, the conversation that happened. So again, we are finally we're gonna get um. A four, uh, new comedy special for Dave Chappelle, so it's good to see uh, uh, everything's uh, uh, all the well is good, so we ain't got to worry about that, so it's really good, and we can't wait to see more comedy special for Dave Chappelle on Netflix. And now, and then lastly, we got some news on Stranger Things uh, Season 4. So, Stranger Things Season 4 will be split into two parts. Premium days has been set for both. So, Volume 1 is going to be released on May 27th. That's good. That's close to into, like, Memorial Day weekend. And then, Volume 2 is going to be released in, on July 1st. That's close to, um, to the 4th of July uh, week as well. So, and also, spinoffs is coming as well. I have no details on, 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 the, on, on the spinoff one. But, but but that's the reveal date for as far as these uh, season four. They also announced that uh, season five will be the final season for, for Stranger Days. So can't wait for uh, the can't wait for season four. Can't wait for the spinoff and also season five and how the uh, the the, the story going to end as well. So that's going to be very interesting uh, to look at. But and. Um, that's it for the Netflix news. Let's get into some Star Wars news. As uh, the Boba Fett has uh, has ended its first season, so I got some news that the ratings thirty percent was higher for Boba Fett finale over the Mandalorian season two finale. So this is what Deadline has reported: the momentum and excitement for the first season of Boba, uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Uncertainly carried through the finale. Absorbers cold strand, somebody on TV's head of the measurement. In fact, the 1.5 million U.S. householders watching the debut of season, season finale through the weekend at 36% higher than the Mandalorian season 2 finale. 
Disney has done a great job creating a strong original content that keeps viewers engaged and coming back for more. So, I think, um, I think it was in episode five is what got everyone convinced that, um, to watch Boba Fett. I think uh, some people got a little bit bored in the first four episodes, but then by the combat episode five, it started to really get its groove back for uh, for a second. So, but that's my opinion. So I think the last three episodes of uh, the Book of Boba Fett, that's where everybody got their got got their groove back of uh, uh, watching more and other stuff. And then uh, going into the finale, um, they got everyone um, uh, most excited. So. I'm surprised with the numbers, but this is pretty good. So hopefully, we are getting season two of Boba Fett, and we can't wait to see uh, where the story goes. And um, speaking of story, I got some news that a new Star Wars trilogy is focusing on the new Jedi and Rey rumor. So we are most likely going to get a post sequels trilogy, and this is what Screen Ray has reported. Former Vanity Fair reporter jo Joanna Robinson revealed that the Ringers Verse podcast via uh, comic book reader that she's heard whispers that Lucasfilm is actively developing a new trilogy that tackles a revamped Jedi Order. That being said, the journalist also reminded fans that you could film the entire stadium with ideas Lucasfilm has been interested in but never been realized. So, I hope we get a new trilogy because um, most uh, most of the fans are, how I say it, uh, have been doing a lot of talking and negative um, uh, opinions on the sequel trilogy. Um, it started with the uh, with the Last Jedi, and then went straight on to the Rise of Skywalker. Um, even though. Uh, uh, how I say, The Force Awakens was a huge hit. Yeah, that got everybody back in, into watching Star Wars. And then soon, The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker had some some mixed reviews and other stuff. So, but I hope the the, the post sequel does the uh, the sequel trilogy justice. So now we hope to uh, see more news coming up as far as the uh, if we're going to get a, a post sequel for for that. So, and um. Uh, that's it for Star Wars news. Let's get into the Amazon news. And that is that Blade Water 2099 sequel is getting a series coming to Amazon. So this is what Deadline has reported. The replicas are heading to a small screen as Amazon Studios has put a live action series set in the Blade Runner universe into development. Ridley Scott, who directed the original 1982 Blade Runner movie, executive producing the series Blade Runner 2099, a follow-up to the feature film sequel Blade Runner 2049, which was released in 2017 and directed by uh, Dennis Favreau, who was the director of Doom. Sika Luska, the show's runner of Star's Unbecoming Melissa Mars' front-runner drama series *Shining Girls* is writing and executive producing *Blood Runner*, *Blade Runner*, 
2099. It which come from Scott Free Productions, associated with uh, Abacar Entertainment and Amazon Studios. The project will make the first Blade Runner live action series in primary development at Amazon Studios. With his fast tracking scripts and eyeing potential production dates, staffing is currently underway for writers to join the room. Scott may direct if the series move forward, sources says. So, I mean, really, really Scott is, do, is doing well as far as series. If you guys have, have not watched um, Rise by the Wolf on HBO Max, I guys you highly suggest you guys check that out. So, this won't be bad. And I'm kind of interested to see a Blade Runner series. So, I think, um, I hope we get Ryan, uh, no, Ryan Gussie died in, um, in 20, uh, 2049. If somehow we can get um, Harrison Ford uh, to, 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 to be, I don't know, maybe in the whole series, it will be good if we do, but maybe like a, some kind of cameo appearance in, in the Blade Runner series, that's gonna be pretty good. So we can focus on a new character, on the on the Blade on the Blade Runner series, Blade Runner series, and then somehow that new character can run into Harrison Ford and, uh, and that stuff. So this is just ideas, and I hope we we can hear more from this news, and and hopefully this will be a green light, and hopefully coming to to, to to Amazon soon. So that's gonna be very interesting of the to look at, and um. In other news, you guys already know that the Lord of the Rings series titled The Rings of Power is coming to Amazon as well. But word has it that a Lord of the Rings, The War of Remica anime movie is coming. So I don't know, this probably could be coming to Amazon too, but I haven't heard any as far as where it's gonna land, as far as like, um, streaming services or production anyway, but um, this is what Deadline has reported. For those who can have their fill on the Lord of the Rings in the upcoming uh, Amazon series, there is a Lord of the Rings, the War of Rebecca animated film from New Line Cinema and Wonder Brothers. Animated in which the studios has set for the release date of April 12, 2024, not April 21, as reported by the others, that is a Sunday. Warner Brothers already had a release date, RSVP, for the new Lion movie on the calendar. The movie explores and explains the untold story behind the fortress of Helm Deep, developing into the life and blood soaking times of one of the Middle Earth's most legendary figures. The mighty king of rum helmet uh, hammerhead so this is going to be very interesting um i hope that uh the the the, the, the anime um uh, design looks really good and hope it get everybody interesting uh to, to look at um as far as the date i don't know if that's going to be a theatrical release date or a, a direct-to-video release date so Hopefully we get some more, some more news on that. So and um, everything else uh, uh, going up for moving forward with that. And um, so uh, uh, moving on to so uh, with Amazon news out of the way, let's focus get on to some more um, updates and highlights. So 
the iconic Entertainment Weekly is going out of print. So this is what the Hollywood uh, uh, reporter has uh, has reported. We have to say from the beginning, buying out Merchada was about buying uh, brands, not magazines or websites. It is not news to anyone that there has been a pronounced shift in readership and advertising from print to digital. As in a result, for a few important brands, print is no longer serving the brand's corporate purposes, Vaughn wrote, as such as we are going to move to a digital only future of, of the brand, which it will help us to unlock full potential. So, um, Entertainment Weekly is not going out of business. That doesn't make it perfectly clear. It's just that they're not gonna um, put out um, a physical print magazine. So you're gonna have to uh, read uh, everything digitally for now. So uh, again, Entertainment Weekly is going digital now so you're not probably not going to see no more uh physical print anymore uh, in the in the near future so it's going to be digital only so i like entertainment weekly i like reading the uh the, the magazine so uh we have to see how the digital uh future is going to fold for them and um uh moving on uh unfortunately to some sad news um we have to say goodbye to uh, Ivar uh, Redman, who was the uh, Animal House producer and Ghostbusters director, uh, he produced Space Jam. Yeah, because so um, that this is what uh, his family has posted. Our our family is grieved for the unexpected loss of a husband, father, grandfather, who taught us to always see the magic in life from his children. Jason, Catherine, and Caroline Whitman said in a joint statement. So, um, the rest in peace, uh, Ivan. We're gonna miss you for all your works and and man, man project project that you put out for us. So, and um, and hopefully um, your children will, will be able to go uh, continue on your legacy. So we will we'll miss you, R.I.P. And um, uh, moving on from that. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home has, has been breaking records and the latest record is that they passed Avatar for the third biggest highest grossing movie of all time domestically so let's put it straight folks domestically means in the United States so they are clearly the third highest highest paid uh, uh, film in the, in the United States domestically. So, as far as worldwide, they are in the, I think they're in the top 10, if I believe. Uh, I'm pretty sure they're in the top 10. With the, because uh, um, they are in the, in the billion uh, realm. And they've uh, uh, fought out, like, uh, they did beat out Black Panther at the last I checked out. They beat out Black Panther and several other movies as well. So, as far as worldwide, they're still in the top 10, but domestically, they are in the top three. So they beat out, they beat out Avatar. So, and uh, the, the ones who still in the top, in the top two are Avengers Endgame and Star Wars The Force Awakens. So that, that is a huge um, congratulations uh, to Spider-Man No Way Home. 
and yeah, that, that is a great, great success. And um, speaking of unsuccess, Warner Brothers humiliate themselves in a response to the Matrix Revolution lawsuit. So, as you guys already know, last year Warner Brothers did the um, the same day preparing day-to-day uh, -day releases, uh, releasing theaters, and also on HBO Max as well. So. A lot of um, the movies, uh, producer and and directors that that had their movies put out the last year was upset, and um, yeah, some movies did well in theaters. Some movies did well on HBO Max, and some of them did well uh, for for both. But um, HBO uh, HBO Max uh, um, did well, so so. Um, the Matrix uh, uh, Resurrections um, uh, co-production team, uh, Village Roshar Pictures, uh, did a lawsuit on Warner Brothers, and this is what uh, Warner Brothers has responded to. Village actions has been duplicated, and this dispute is equally controversial. Village was happy to have their name on the credits of the film, traveled to the World Pride premiere in San Francisco, held themselves out to the media as producers of the, on, on the film, but now re-engaged on the commercial obligations to pay their shares for the cost of for the cost of the film. So I don't know what's going on there. It's, it's kind of sound ridiculous at this point. So I don't know what's going on there. So they got to figure that out. You know what, what's going on between Warner Brothers and um, Bay Rochelle Pictures as well. So. It, that's just kind of ridiculous from there, but um, uh, let's move on uh, to uh, to the Super Bowl review. So, the LA Rams are champions. Um, Cooper can won MVP. He was the worldwide receiver. Um, the Rams win their second Super Bowl championship as Los Angeles. The first when it was with St. Louis. The Rams is set. It's the second convention consecutive team and the second overall Super Bowl team to win a Super Bowl at their home stadium. So that is a, a great success there. Um, one of the highlights um, from the Super Bowl is that um, uh, Halle Berry did not only a football a, a football promo in Super Bowl and movies, uh, movies history uh, intro. So one end you had the history of the Super Bowl and the other side, you had the history of uh, the, like football movies uh, um, in the past. So that was a great intro. Um, the Rock was there to introduce the, uh, the the team, and also a Super Bowl uh, Sunday promo with the Winter Olympics and Super Bowl airing and streaming on P NBC and Peacock for the first time. Um, estimate of 101 point million viewers watching uh, the Super Bowl. Uh, that was really, really cool. And um, 50 Cent and Anderson Park joined Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, and Kendra Lamar for the Super Bowl halftime show. And this was a really good Super Bowl halftime show. It was really great. I felt like I was in the concert for that. I felt like that was the best Super Bowl in a long time. So uh, kudos uh, uh, to that. But... Um, Let's talk about everything as far as like the commercials and TV spots that, that happened. So, 
As far as um, a TV, um, movie, and television TV spot is concerned, um, we saw a TV spot of the Lord of the Rings series, uh, Ring of Power. Uh, we saw the uh, Netflix is the the Adam uh, project with Ryan uh, Ryan Reynolds. We saw a new tr uh, a first premiere trailer of Join Peele's new uh, new directed movie Nope. Uh, we saw the the Moon Knight TV series uh, promo. We saw uh, Michael Bay's uh, Ambulance. We saw uh, Jurassic World Dominion a trailer, and we saw a new trailer to uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So that was a, a pretty good as far as movie trailers. So uh, let's talk about the commercials. My automobile favorites would definitely have to be the yeah the the doc, uh, the Doctor Evil uh, General Motors uh, commercial and the uh, the cable guy uh, Verizon um the, the commercial and um and also the uh, the LeBron uh, crypto um, the commercial. So my top five the favorite commercial for for the 2020 Super Bowl. Uh, would definitely have to be number five. It's the the Jonasons race with, with Toyota. Um, bring it down the house. An NFL commercial. The uh, Amazon Reader's Mind a commercial. The Thrill Driver Nissan commercial, and then also Zeus and Hammer BMW commercial. So that was very interesting. Um, in the Zeus and Hammer commercial, we saw uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger took on the role of Zeus. And semi higher take of the world uh, hammer. So, and then also in the uh, in the thrill driver, we saw um, that Dave Bautista in there. Um, in the Le LeBron commercial, we saw LeBron uh, meet his younger self. And in the bring it down commercial, they saw like the uh, the two kids playing at NFL NFL Madden game, and all the the, the Madden guys came out of the TV. So that was pretty good. They was playing uh, football around the house, making the house. And then when the parents came home, they said, what happened here? And the grandma said, football. That's what happened. That was pretty good. That was pretty funny. Um, the Jonas's race, we saw uh, Tommy Lee Jones, Leslie Jones, Rydia Jones, and Nick Jonasson uh, in the two other race. Um, we saw Mike Myers returning at Dr. Evil in the General Motors. So that kind of hits of uh, Awesome Power 4 coming soon. Um, hopefully, and in the Amazon Reader Mind, we saw Scarlett Johansson and her husband uh, did a Reader's Mind that didn't go well. The Amazon Alexa that didn't go well, and um, and then also the uh, Jim Carrey reprised his Kevin Guy role in the Verizon. So the, the those commercials were, were was was really good, and then um, and then lastly, we're gonna do a movie review on Uncharted. So this was based off the, uh, the, the the video game. So, and then this one was, this uh, this one was directed by, uh, let me see his name, the, 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 the director's name, one By Ruben Felsen, I don't know who, who that person is, but um, 
Um, it stars Tom Holland as Nathan Drake and Mark Warburg as his mentor, uh, uh, as Victor Sully. So, and um, a lot of people criticize the casting choice. Uh, I know um, the Mark, Mark Warburg and Tom Holland would never been my, my choice as far as like the play Uncharted, but um, Tom Holland did really good as Nathan Drake. So uh, the acting was really good. Um, for those who have never kind of like played uh, the, the, the Uncharted games so far. So I would say the first act and the second act may confuse you a little bit. Uh, but um, the third act uh, well, was really good. Uh, the third act was really, really good. And um, the screenplay and the, uh, uh, may have some bit of criticism along as with the, with the casting um, and, and everything, but um, it definitely um, follow uh, follow the elements of the video game. So that said, that was pretty good. Uh, one of the characters that uh, that I recognized from the uh, from the video game was uh, was Chloe uh, Frazier. Uh, and that was uh, portrayed by uh, Sophia Ali. So that that was something to to, to recognize. Um, we even saw Nature Drake's brother Sam um, in, in the movie as well. So that was another character from the video game that was in the um, and that was in the movie as well. So um, and then um, Antonio Banderas uh, played a really good uh, villain in this. So uh, he did really good as well. But and um, I wouldn't say it wasn't the best video game movie, but it was okay. Okay. So um, and um, the fans, uh, the the good, the critics didn't like it that much, uh, but but the um, but the hardcore um, Uncharted uh, fans really like it. So we might uh, um, there was um, how uh, two two post credit scene um, uh, in the movie. So so more hopefully likely we're probably gonna get uh, uh, a sequel, but um, only time will tell from. For PlayStation Productions, because they have other projects uh, going on, but um, uh, overall, I'll give this movie a C minus. So that uh, it was, it, it was all right for what it was, and um, there were some things that my, um, that could have been fixed. And um, a lot of people, uh, like I mentioned before, a lot of people criticized the casting choice of Nathan Drake and Victor Sully, but um, uh, at least Tom Holland did really good as Nathan Drake. So. Can't, 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 can't argue with that, but um, but but that's it for our episode today. Um, I might do an episode next uh, next week, but um, I'm not really sure because um, and next week it's gonna be my birthday week, and um, I might do an episode depends on how many news and um stuff come out uh, that week, but um, I may or may not be on next week, but. Uh, 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 I'll let you know. Uh, I might. I, I probably. I already did announce it on on the respective comment podcast that I probably won't be on next week. But um, uh, we'll we'll see how how it goes. But um, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, don't forget to like, comment, share, subscribe, and hit the notification bell when new videos are uploaded. And if you're listening on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Uh, don't forget to go in the YouTube uh, link in the description below and post your comments. Uh, what do you think 
about the the, the, the news and announcement uh, on today's episode. But other than that, this is Trico, and I'm signing off. Peace.